Hey, hey, you handsome devil, and welcome to episode eight of the Value for Value podcast, which is an expansion and exploration of the Value for Value model. Now, if you're unsure of what that is, I would suggest going back to episode one. This would give you a good idea of the heart of it and expand it in detail. But in essence, I would say it's the creation of a value economy. So I create value by producing something through a digital means, which can be in comedic form, entertainment, useful tips, things like that. And I ask for value in return. So whether that be time, talent, treasure, however it is that you want to provide it, essentially a way for an independent creator, an artist, musician, podcast, whatever you want to call yourself to not rely on the standard advertising model, which has some serious, serious flaws with it. Now, I wanted to go in today's episode about why having permanent funds can alienate you from your support. And you might be thinking, how the hell does that relate to the title of think of yourself as a public institution? Well, I shall expand on that right now. I've recently been reading Mahatma Gandhi's autobiography, which used to be called My Experiments with Truth. I believe now it's just called An Autobiography. And there was a particular section here under the chapter, Calm After the Storm. And if you have this book, it's on page 188. And essentially, the backstory to this is Gandhi was in South Africa and he was fighting against some of the racism, some of the injustices that were occurring there. And he created this thing called the Natal Indian Congress. And this was to fight for Indian rights essentially there. Now, when he created this, he was thinking, oh, you know what, I think we should establish a fund and use this fund to invest in a property and then we'll live off the rent for this. So then we don't have to think about constant, you know, continually having to garner up uh, funds to uh, pay for you know the all associated things with that occur when you're trying to form an organization create rights for yourself you know there's paper expenses there's labor expenses there's travel expenses all that sort of thing and so he was saying no we'll start set up a permanent fund and we will just have this we won't need to worry about now and now he actually had some interesting things to say on this and essentially it led to some infighting later or about the fund itself, how it was being managed. And he explored this a little bit. So to read from his book, I'm jumping here onto page 188. And then he says, it has become my firm conviction that it is not good to run public institutions on permanent funds. A permanent fund carries in itself the seed of the moral fall of the institution. A public institution means an institution conducted with the approval and from the funds of the public. When such an institution ceases to have public support, it forfeits its right to exist. Institutions maintained on permanent funds are often found to ignore public opinion and are frequently responsible for acts contrary to it. In our country, we experience this at every step. And what I really found fascinating that was how this can be translated to the value for value model. So if you think about it, this is perfect for those who are running a cause or a charity or a business. So the value for value model is essentially once I said, again, I said creating value and then asking for that in return. And you don't get that return in a lump sum. It's more upon a continual basis. So whether that be with your music or whether that be through your podcast or your art or whatever it is, it's a way of continually getting those funds coming in. And in this particular case, we're talking about funds, we're talking about money, but this can also apply to people's help with your podcast in some editing, or it can be spreading it via word of mouth, whatever way it is that you're, you're asking your supporters, your audience to, to help you out. And it's just saying like, hey, 
I'm continually doing this and so I'm really going to have my pulse all the time on what it is that my audience wants, what they are responding to and what they appreciate, what that they value. Because when you do have this permanent fund set aside, that sort of is sorted, you are then free to follow whatever path it is that you want and you're not going to get that feedback coming in of, of people saying like, hey, I really enjoyed this part of what you're doing or I really didn't enjoy what you're doing there. I think you're doing some weird stuff. I'm not sure I'm liking what you're saying. So uh, particularly if you're running a, a, a charity or a business of some time uh, of some sort, the value for value model is, is really good for this because obviously with the charity, you, you need to be making sure that you're actually helping the people and that people are seeing, oh yes, you're doing this with your funds. I'm going to support you now rather than just having big lumps on, all right, we'll use this to pay off our expenses. Oh, you know what, should we do this thing? Well, okay, I guess we can do that. And you're not getting that feedback. So it's keeping in touch with your public support essentially. So you'll know if you're doing something dumb, stupid, behaving badly, if uh, when the Satoshi stop rolling in. So that's a, a good method there of, of determining, hey, this is what I should be doing. Caveat here, of course, is that you need to be make sure that you're not following a path just because people are sending you money. So, you know, if you set up some sort of charity to help the endangered wildlife and then you start getting hunters giving you some money and, and you know, asking you to do certain things that go across those moral, ethical values you have, okay, well, you, there, you might have a problem there and you need to be aware of that. But in essence, it's really just getting to that not relying on a single fund and getting that continual feedback from your audience. So for me personally, I, I sort of think that money should be somewhat tedious. So it's a, like a means to achieve your real deeper, higher purpose. And uh, so money in this case, having that coming in consistently is an aid to that. And when you just have it set aside, I'm just going to create this thing. I'm going to do this, whatever. I don't need to put in the full amount of effort because you know what? There's my audience there. You know, they'll, they'll be okay with this thing. But if you're relying on this next product, this next episode to really wow your audience, hell yeah, you're going to put in some more effort to, to make that happen. So the caveat, of course, with this is that, you know, the value value is, is not for everyone. So even Gandhi himself had a, a remark on this. So he said, my remarks do not apply uh, to the bodies which cannot by their very nature be conducted without permanent buildings. What I mean to say is that the current expenditure should be from found from subscriptions voluntary received from year to year. So even he was acknowledging there like, hey, this is this having this permanent fund is sometimes useful, but in cases of public institutions should not be, but you know, not everyone's a public institution. This was getting to my original title though. Think of yourself as a public institution. So you know what? Maybe you should think of yourself as something that's trying to do good in the world, that's trying to improve things. And therefore, maybe you shouldn't ask your audience to contribute to a GoFundMe page to set yourself up for funds for this infrastructure or whatnot. Maybe you should say, you know what? I'm going to rely on this day by day. Yeah, my effort being put in for the the value I'm receiving in return. So I just thought that was a, an interesting idea and wanted to explore that. Now we are on to our favorite section here. I'm going to call it the Boostergram Lounge. This is the official naming of it. And I have with this official naming some official <laughs> music. So uh, this is a perfect example of how the value for value model can work. I listen to the podcasting 2.0 show all the time. And I really like... Adam's ability to create 
music and jingles within the podcast itself. So I sent him a boostergram and said, hey, would you be able to create uh, one, an essential type of boostergram lounge intro for me? And man, he went above and beyond and created uh, three or four of them, I guess, if you you really want to get into it. I will play the first one here and uh, I will want to do it justice, although I think I will regularly in the future have a a different sort of one. But here we go. uh, The first attempt of Adam creating a jingle intro for the Boostergram Lounge. Welcome to the value for value Boostergram Lounge. Have a hookah. (laughs) Speechless. (laughs) Wasn't that completely over the top i absolutely love it although i don't think i will be making that into the regular definitely not central enough for a lounge i mean it's you know it's got the hookers and whatnot but (laughs) a bit too much a bit too much for me anyway we'll get to our boostergrams for this week so we've got one coming in thank you very much to mr kyle haber host of the intergalactic boombox podcast kyle says Love that. You're spreading the gospel of V for V, exclamation mark. You rock. Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Kyle. Now, he sent that through multiple donations through Castomatic. It's really hard to tell with Castomatic. The boosting system there is a a little bit weird at the moment. But that was 980, 1960. uh, I think it was even more than that um, because that says it's like a big boost right at the bottom. So, maybe even getting up to like 11K. Kyle, man, thank you so much, mate. That uh, I really do appreciate that. And yes, I do want to spread more of the gospel of the value for value. I am trying to improve the show a little bit. It's slightly too long at the moment. I think I can cut it down a little bit with my rambling, but I do like to try and do podcasts all in one take, try and keep that flow as much as I can, obviously with the insertion of the Boostergram Lounge in the middle as well. So, Kyle, if you have not uh, heard of him before, I, and I would strongly recommend to check out his his podcast. He is the Gohan in the Funimation dub of Dragon Ball Z. He is Ryu in the Street Fighter games, I believe. He is a Jojo, uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventures characters, Kiba in, Nurat, in Naruto, Naruto, and Nefertari Cobra in One Piece. I had a look at his Instagram, um, not Instagram page, Wikipedia page. And man, I think it's so funny. I'm pretty sure Kyle has appeared in multiple stages of my life with me watching anime, with me getting into the, uh, you know, all the crazy stuff that comes out of Japan and the animations that are like fantastic. So it's so funny to connect with him and, um, you know, be in the same world right now, uh, considering he was inadvertently uh, and unknowingly a a voice in my past almost, which is uh, very, very strange. Anyway, uh, I would say my request for this week is for those who have yet to try out the the podcasting 2.0 value for value model, all of these sorts of things, send a boostergram. And I would actually recommend to send it to Kyle. So go to his podcast, send him a boostergram. He does respond to him. He does read them out like I do in this show. So doesn't matter how big or small it is. It's your reflection of the value of what you got from that podcast. If you thought it was a fantastic episode, give it 10 bucks, 100 bucks, 1,000 bucks. Maybe not 1,000. It's a, it's a bit too early at this stage, but in the future, you will be able to do that. Uh, and in any case, I would just say, give it a try, test it out because there is something really, really satisfying about using the podcast app, listening to the episode, sending a message whilst listening so it's fresh in your mind, they can see if they've got it set it up correctly, where it came in, so they have reference to what it is you're talking about, and then be them being able to respond to that on the next show. 
or whenever they choose to is just fantastic. It's so much fun. I try and do it all the time myself for every show that I can that I know does the value for value model because it is honestly a blast and having that audience interaction is next level. And if you've ever really joined into it, like a YouTube live or a streaming or Twitch or any of that, you will sort of get what it is to feel like when you're watching someone and they respond live to it or they respond in the next episode and give you some shout outs and things like that. So that's my recommendation for this week. Send a boostergram to Kyle, host of the Intergalactic Boombox podcast. He will respond to it. He will enjoy it and you will enjoy it as well. That's it for today. Stop rambling, Kyron. I am out.